I think we should start this podcast off by um, putting our negative review on blast. Oh my god, yes! yes? Uh, this okay. bitch was drinking their motherfucking haterade. Hope you're hydrated, bitch. Hydration is key for your skin. We're gonna call you the fuck out. I'm gonna read it <clears throat> in all its glory. So, two things. This person either knows one of us personally, Ariana, and just yeah. really fucking hates us, or we triggered them by talking about Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> Probably both at this point, I'm thinking. It's a Scientologist that knows one of us that just fucking hates us. <laughs> they made it personal. Like, it's not even, I would have been okay if it was like, not for me. You know, I don't like all the banter, blah, blah, blah. But this person went in depth with it. So I'm going to read it. One star. (laughs) First of all, that's where they already fucked up. Okay, if you're going to leave a shit-ass review from day one A1, I said at least leave five fucking stars, you piece of fucking trash. Next. Literal trash. In all capital letters, the title of this is Not Great. (laughs) Okay. Facts. Continue. Facts. You're not wrong. We never claimed to be great. That's right. We claim to be adequate. (laughs) Exactly. Which is good enough for 90% of the population. So, unless you're in Scientology. I am not a fan. Clearly others are, or they were paid to be fans. First of all, they didn't listen to our budgeting uh, episode because I'm not going to fucking pay for reviews, you asshole. Next. (laughs) Maybe it's their thing, but being unprepared to begin a podcast, like sound, adjusting microphones, uh, dog interruptions, etc. It's like, you know what, have you ever listened to the most, to the highest grossing podcast, like making um, My Favorite Murder? Do you not like dogs? Like, what is wrong with you? I enjoy dog interruptions. Like, what the fuck? Are you part of ASPCA? Do you think that we're mean to our animals? (laughs) They haven't listened that far to know that we actually sometimes are a little bit abusive, verbally. (laughs) For real. It's like two girls who are friends getting together and just reading their boring conversations. Okay, first of all, I don't read our conversations. Second of all, we... Oh, recording. Okay, yeah. Well, that's literally what every fucking podcast is. Are you new here? Are you new to the podcast world? I don't understand. Did they come here looking for porn and they got confused? (laughs) This is not at Pornhub, okay? (laughs) This is at Wild and Woke. (laughs) So confused. This is where it gets personal. I wouldn't want to be either of them or (laughs) let alone listen in on their conversation. So he's not only saying he wouldn't want to – I'm assuming it's a man because only they get this angry. (laughs) He's he's saying he wouldn't want to be either one of us, and he wouldn't want to be one of our friends listening to our conversation. Don't hate me, because you ain't ain't me. me. (laughs) What got me is the title of the podcast had me thinking, maybe this podcast was was about something entirely different. I mean, wild and woke? Four question marks. Something's amiss here. (laughs) (laughs) What is wrong with you, honey? (sighs) Anyway... So that person, I just wanted to say, um, this person, I just clicked on their name because you can see everything they've reviewed. No, you can't. Yeah, you can. How? 
Um, I went into iTunes and then I clicked on their names and then it says all reviews by Accu Healer Prana Lover. And it has all the reviews. Ours has a one star. Everything else has five stars. They have to know us or something. This is personal as fuck. Okay, so I'm thinking the first episode they opened up to was either us talking about getting our vaginas waxed or Scientology. Oh, probably Scientology because I don't know how many people fucking care about our vaginas getting waxed because I thought that was hilarious, but I guess not. I mean, I thought it was, too, because we didn't It's 2020, everyone, okay? Jesus. Anyway, Scientology is a cult. I'm going to stand by that. (laughs) Yeah, same. So, anyway. And then he leaves the, like, uh, sorry, he, whatever. He leaves the shittiest reviews for everybody else. Like, wow, Wes and Perry are entertaining. Five stars. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Can I leave a review on your review? Because you're ass. Uh, You know what? I'm going to go... So his thing, the one that says not great, a.k.a. our podcast, I'm going to click report a concern. I'm typing out my concern. My... How are you doing this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know how to use iTunes, but I'm here. But I'm writing a concern on his review because it's personal. My concern is that he gave our podcast one star, <laughs> but looking at his history comma he has no culture (laughs) okay okay. he has no culture and is clearly confused confused and meant to leave a five star review thx submit all right nicely um concern it's off topic Submit. All right. My concern has been reported successfully. Hey, how Done. did you go? How did you go to pot the <clears throat> podcast on your desktop? Um, okay. Podcast? First, I had to download iTunes onto my computer. This is probably why I have a virus. Next, <laughs> in First step. the iTunes thingy, I clicked on store. And then in the search bar, I typed in our podcast, and then I found our review, and then I clicked on his name, and then I went to his reviews. Sorry. And then I reported him. Well, I'm literally in the process of downloading iTunes onto my computer so that I can do that exact same thing, because we're petty. (laughs) P-E-P-T-Y. Like, I don't give a fuck about you, but at the same time... I mean, I feel ten times better leaving this bullshit complaint but I feel better joking matter. about it because <laughs> at first I was really sad then I was mad then I was like we have a hater we've made it like they're sipping on their hater aid this is so great but then I just left that review and I literally don't give a fuck peace peace anyway how has your week been because we did not get to talk this week and I oh felt God, I so know. lost and alone I know I was like what day is it where am I Am I okay? I hated okay, it. All, happy birthday, bitch. Thank you. I had a mental breakdown. Oh, no. Okay, tell me all about it. Well, I turned 29 this year. It, yeah. it hurts me a little to say that. And at first, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. It's just a number. I am thriving. I'm living my best life. And then Rich and I get into bed the night of my birthday, and it's like 11 o'clock, and I pick this fight with him for no reason. Oh, no. I'm pretty sure it was about like, oh, 
he handed me a birthday check to endorse. And I was like, why do you just assume this is our money? (laughs) (laughs) Just this pettiest thing. And then he was like, what's really wrong? And I was like, I am old. (laughs) (laughs) My titties aren't 19 anymore. (laughs) You know, I have to put night cream with retinol on. I have to use night cream you don't understand I have to think about like how much water I'm drinking now because my my skin elasticity (laughs) (laughs) I was just fucking losing it but my birthday was good it was super low-key I worked we had pizza and um yeah so that was basically it but thank you oh my gosh that sounds like fun except for like the breakdown but I feel like every birthday needs a really good breakdown after 21, y'all, it's basically just, like, downhill from there. Yeah. Yeah, basically. I think you're right. Although your peak running age is, like, early 30s, so I don't know. Oh, is it? Yeah, I read that one time in Runner's Magazine. Oh, my God. Also, can we just fucking talk about how um, Meghan Markle somehow got What's-His-Face to leave the royalty did you fucking see that shit bitch um okay so i saw like a snippet of an article um by the way will you tell me if you can hear rich in the background because kevin's on so he's gonna get loud just (laughs) let me know and i'll like try and i'll like try and edit it out (laughs) i don't hear i don't hear anything okay so i saw an article and i didn't read about it but tell me about it okay all I know is that they're fucking moving to Canada and they're going to be quote unquote financially independent from the royalty. And I was just like, I knew she wasn't good for him. This is what fucking happens when you don't marry into royalty because now they're fucking going to Canada with their baby. You don't like her. I don't like her. Uh, I so- would be the one to say that. <laughs> She's going to cause leave your one star <laughs> negative reviews on iTunes. So I can report them, please. Jesus. Um, I guess I never really thought about it that much. I knew he was always kind of different from his family. You know, he he partied a lot. and Oh, yeah. I mean, he's not in line for anything. And I wonder if, if something were to happen to, um, uh, what's the, the other bald, what's the bald, bald guy's name? Yeah. Prince, William. Sure. Uh, Prince Harry doesn't even get a chance. It goes to Prince William's son. Yeah, like a tragic event would have to happen. Yeah, so I mean, like, whatever, he's peacing out. I mean, the royal family is supposedly corrupt as fuck anyway. Oh, yeah, true, true. I don't know. I liked her because she was, like, American. (laughs) (laughs) She's one of us. One of us. I don't know. I don't know. I just, like, I like the idea of, like, the royalty and, you know, blah, 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 whatever, just the history of it all. And then then she's like, "Mm, we're going to Canada. Like, bitch, we'll Canada. Right? Like, come on. Just somewhere tropical. Um, um, you want to just, like, jump into this? First of all, tell me about, yeah. tell me about your week. Because you said happy birthday to me, and then you didn't tell me anything about your week. Oh, um, I ran a lot, and that was I'm very of proud it. of you, by the way, for doing Thank all that. You're the best. Oh, I'm going to get my tattoo tomorrow for sure. Yes. Um, so I'm excited about that. Mm, that's it. <laughs> my life is fucking boring it's okay <laughs> i love it i love it wouldn't change it for the world and i love it yeah okay so do you want to go i want you to go first 
because mine is um really really long okay so you go first and yeah okay so <laughs> I don't know why topic... I made that so complicated <laughs> So our topic tonight is missing persons 411. Is that how you would describe it? Um, so missing 411 are like, it's the title of the books and the movie. I would just okay. call it national, was it national forest disappearances? Yeah. I don't know. We'll call it missing 411. That's fine. Yeah. So it's basically people that go missing in national forests across like America. And I fell down this fucking dark hole of of a specific area so my area is called the bennington triangle it's in vermont and i guess it's kind of like a famous um disappearance situation um but it's like this area in vermont it's basically around the glastonbury mountain and it's been known for strange things so It's known for, like, UFO activity, allegedly Bigfoot sightings, what? strange lights and sounds happening. Um, the Native Americans that lived in that area, they straight up avoided it. The Algonquin, sorry, everybody, if you're Algon- <laughs> Algonquin, Algonquin noodles, um, they warned of a malevolent stone in the mountains that would open up and devour anyone who was unlucky enough to step on it. So the Native Americans basically said everyone went missing because they stepped on this rock and then the mountains fucking ate them, which is nuts. Holy shit. Um, yeah. So then the whole the whole name of the Bennington Triangle, it was coined by a New England uh, author, uh, Joseph A. Crito in 1992. And he was like uh, writing a book about the people that went missing there. Um, so... It all started in 19 or 1898. It was a summer vacation tourist spot. So I think of it like this, like when you have a mountain and you take your little trolley ride up to the top of the mountain and you have like shit to do up there. It's like that, but they built a railroad to get out there and Hmm. it was like a hotel and like a summer spot, like in the mountains, but it only lasted for one summer. So they built all this shit, this big hotel. They had houses out there for the workers that were building all this stuff. They even had a schoolhouse for their families. It was like a full developed community while they were building this. And it only lasted one summer because when they were building this whole like community, there was there's deforestation because they're taking all the trees out. And then there's this big flood and the flood due to all the erosion fucked up some of the stuff that was out there. So it only lasted for that one summer. So it's a complete ghost town. You go out there, there's still buildings and it's like creepy as fuck. Like ghost towns creep me out a lot, but if you Google it, it's just like all these buildings that are still standing that were literally used once, just one time, one whole time. And then that was it. That's insane. Yeah. So there's this creepy and it's still there. Like they never got rid of it. And the creepy part is, is that, it's it's just kind of like overgrown by nature so when you go out there you can still see the buildings and the wells and everything so no one ever tried to get rid of it it's just chilling with nature growing on it everything about that (laughs) it's like fucking weird 
So the very first disappearance was Mr. Mitty Rivers. This was in 1945. He was a hunter and a guide, so he knew the area. So for him to go missing was in itself strange. Um, He was out hunting with a group of his friends. And the way that I guess they would hunt is there would be a few people and they would go off on different sides to try to lure the animals into like a certain area. So they knew what they were doing. It wasn't like their first time. He was like in his sixties. Um, so he went missing around 4 PM. They were hunting around. It's this place called like hell hollow, I guess on the mountain. I don't know why it's called. Oh, that. Thank you. <clears throat> hmm. And while he was hunting, he was the guy going around back behind the group to lure the animals towards the center of the group. But all of a sudden, he just went missing. Like, they couldn't find him. There was no trace of him at all. The only thing that they found were bullets. But they also couldn't be sure if they were actually from him shooting or not because they're in the fucking middle of the forest where people would hunt all the time. And this was the first large scale manhunt that was called like in Hmm. Vermont Um, they had the National Guard out there and everything and this was in 1945 so this was like a long ass time ago didn't even know they had a National Guard but they did and they called him they called the man and then they came (laughs) looking (laughs) they called the man they called the man um, and so what they think they, not one trace, like, the, like I said, there's nothing, no footsteps. They couldn't find his body. His body still is not found. They think one of the theories is that he wandered into the ghost town somehow yeah. and fell into like one of the old wells that was there. But for an older gentleman who has been doing this for years, who knew the area, who was there basically like with his friends, why the fuck would he just wander off to the ghost town and jump in a well? Well, that and if he no did sense. that, wouldn't they still be able to find his body? Yeah, because they'd be like, oh, it's in the well. Let's go get it. What's like, in the well, Lassie? Yeah, well, Lassie, what, what's in there? Like, I mean, what, like, what the fuck? That's just so odd. That's like one of my cases I'm going to talk about <clears throat> where he, where this old man just literally up and vanishes. Yeah, it's just the weirdest thing because what gets me is he's an experienced hunter tracker. It's not like... He's me going to the Appalachian Trail, like <laughs> a city folk wandering around. He's just gone all of a sudden. Like, bitch, where are you? You can come out of hiding now. It's been a million years. And That's, then, yeah, next, this is the case that got it going here. It is Paula Weldon in 1946. She was a college student. Um, she went missing in 1946. She went missing, um, basically one year after Mitty Rivers and she was only 18. Mm-hmm. So, uh, she was like really distressed at, you know, well, she's in college, so anybody can fucking relate. She was like in a <laughs> lot of stress and her roommate was like, Hey girl, just go for a hike. You know, casual things that girls say to each other, like, bitch, you're having a bad day. Just Go for, Go for a hike. hike. That's what Go Kate would hike, say. Girl. Yeah, Kate would say that. Kate would say that. Nobody else would. Um, so she was seen by a shit ton of people. I think that's why this one is so weird because there's an older couple that saw her hiking literally like moments before she disappeared. She was hiking down like Route 9 and disappeared at the same time around 4 p.m. There were tons of people out hiking, so a lot of people saw her. But 
no one actually knows what happened to her, just like fucking Mitty Rivers. Dude. And out of all the disappearances that have happened in this um, Bennington Triangle, this is the most, this is a, like the best documented case. So her roommate tells her to go for a fucking walk and no one knows where she went. No one could find her. There was, it was a huge search. They called everyone, the National Guard. They called, there was helicopters, um, everything. Damn, in 1946? Yeah, girl, that's what I'm saying. Damn. And her dad was apparently really wealthy, and oh. so he was heavily involved in the case. So this was the very first time a helicopter was ever used in Vermont for a missing persons case, and that's probably why. Um, so there was a ton of press. Even the New York Times got involved in trying to find this girl. And one of the things that developed, one of the biggest things that happened from this case is they actually developed the Vermont State Police. So the, they yeah, didn't have so police? They had no police. And then they said, damn, this girl went missing. Let's get some police. Um, let's get so, responsible. Let's get some responsibilities. And one of the theories, well, a few of the theories. One is that someone murdered her, obviously. And that she was killed and then she was buried underneath like a power station that is out there in the area. So they think that she was murdered, buried somewhere, and then they just built shit on top of her. Which, if that is true, how tragic. Another is that she probably ran off with a boyfriend because (laughs) she had poor family dynamics because no one actually investigated her family. So another huge thing about this is that no one investigated the family. They were just like, oh, damn, she went missing. Let's go find her. Oh, shit, we couldn't find her. Okay, case closed. Like, there was no investigation done at all. So I think that's how the whole Vermont State Police really came into play. Yeah. Because no one asked the family any fucking questions. And her dad's like a bajillionaire, so the fuck. And then the other weird thing that happened is that when she went out, she was dressed in jeans, sneakers, and a light jacket. I don't know about you, but when I go hiking, I am not trying to get chafed the fuck up in jeans, okay? Also, a light jacket at 4 p.m., I'm already freezing. I'm quaking. So, it just seems very strange. So, it seems almost like she's another one of those maybe running off with her boyfriend, question mark kind of situation, but... Maybe, but to never see her again? Yeah. Ever? Yeah. Oh. Right. And you said people saw her on the trail? You, like tons of people saw her. Like the older couple, I think was like the last one that saw her around like three, like 345, like four o'clock closest to the time when she officially like went missing. Um, but there were tons of people out there that saw her and then she's just gone, disappeared. It's wild. Yeah. And then there's another person, Tim Tedford, 1949, three years to the day. That Paula went missing. He also went missing. It took it was this is like a really strange one because a week after he went missing, someone finally reported that he was gone. And then two weeks yeah, and then two weeks after that, they finally started questioning, like, hey, what happened? Maybe we should find this guy. Um never found him. But then a little baby, Paul Jepson, eight years old, 1950. His mom um, I guess they had like a pig farm and his mom was like uh, pulled over on the side of the road. She was feeding the pigs and he disappeared. And 
The weird thing about this is it's from like the side least... of the road. Yeah. So the weird thing is it's a couple of miles from where he had to go to get lost. So this is like a really sketchy story. So the bloodhounds, they had bloodhounds in his case, um, tracked him a few miles from where the truck was. And I don't know about you, but when you're watching your baby, um, if I don't hear my baby make a noise for at least five fucking seconds, I'm like, where'd it go? What's it doing? What's happening? So oh, for an yeah. eight-year-old to be like a couple of miles gone and the mom hasn't like turned around to be like, hey, where's my spawn at is sketchy. But this was also in the, what, late 40s, early 50s when parenting was not at its peak. That's true. It was probably at its all-time low right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure they just you didn't give a shit about their children. You're right. They're like, we have seven more. What's wrong if we lose one? That's why You're all right. of people our parents' age have issues. Yeah. Okay, boomers. Thanks for that. Okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. Um, so then one thing is, like, his dad was kind of sketchy because his dad was like, oh, Polly always told me he wanted to go to the top of the mountain. Maybe he's out there. So everyone was like, the fuck? <laughs> and while they were trying to search for this poor little baby boy, it was heavily raining. Mm. So the bloodhound track situation was a little bit, like, off. Like, they got to, like, this certain point, and then they just didn't have a scent anymore. And so the main theory with this one is that they think that, which is, this is so fucked up. Because they had a pig farm, they think no, that the mom, no, no, yes, no, 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 girl, they think the mom and dad killed him and the pigs ate him. Because the pigs will do that. They will do that. They will eat literally fucking anything. And Ugh. his dad, I guess, got so distraught and upset over this theory that the news was like publishing this that he refused. He he basically refused to talk to the press. He didn't want to talk to the public. He just basically didn't give a fuck anymore like he didn't he like completely shut down which is understandable if someone accused me of feeding my baby to my dog I would be like fuck all of you unless you know he actually did that and then you know he also be like oh I can't talk to anybody because I got got I got caught I think that's crazy so all those people are basically in the same area yeah it's all within that same like a uh, mountain in Vermont, but the last case, Frida, in 1950, a couple of weeks after this poor baby boy disappeared, she also goes missing. She was hiking with her cousin. Um, she's like middle aged. She's on vacation with her husband and cousin, whatever. Um, but her body was actually found. This was the only one where her body was actually found. Yeah. Uh, they. Um, so the theory is, is that while she was out hiking, she slipped on a rock and fell and no one knew, I guess, which is weird because if you're hiking in a group, wouldn't the group fucking know you're not there? Um, unless it was like, she was like Kevin and he (laughs) went off on his own because he's faster than everybody. Yeah. Kevin basically left poor Frida and then Frida died. And then Kevin's like, well. Sucks to suck, and then just kept on hiking. Because Get in hunters, shape, bitch. yeah, for real. Um, hunters oh. found her body the following May, halfway decomposing. So even the people she was hiking with didn't even find her. Like they just like left her ass out there, or like I guess couldn't. Fi- and like what makes me so confused is like okay, when Kevin Gordon 
Kate and I went hiking. We were like, hey, we're going to go hiking here. And we told you and Richie where the fuck we were going to be. Yeah. How it's a different you... time, though. Like, you, just... you can't get in their minds because you have no idea if they probably were like, oh, nothing bad could ever happen to me. I guess. But at the same time, it's like, hey, this is where we're going to be. And then, the like, what? I go missing and y'all are like, damn, that sucks. Let's just not look. And then someone else finds me decomposing. Like, what the fuck? How long um, had it been since they found her? Um, it was like a few months. And it wasn't even the family. It was just like people that to happen to stumble upon a dead body. Like, they're out hunting. Ugh. Yeah. Um, so with all of these disappearances, the theories are is that it's Bigfoot. <laughs> obviously yes first um first and foremost bigfoot second aliens oh yeah obviously and then they said that there's this theory where a woman can be heard screeching and then cackling in the forest so they're thinking yeah so it's like at night around that um like that golden hour around four or five six o'clock they just hear a woman screeching and cackling and i just got got full body (laughs) chills so like a witch what the fuck just happened i don't know what happened i have no idea okay where did you leave off before i fucked up um so bigfoot aliens a woman screeching yes then the other theory is government abductions where the government just swoops in and they're like we need to test some things with some stuff gluten oh my god that's when mk ultra was going on yeah so they think it's like government abductions where like we got to test if gluten's a thing and then they abduct you and give you gluten i guess i don't know and um then it's just weird because then I, it was some stupid shit about like boulders. And remember when I came to visit y'all and I'm like, why are people afraid of boulders falling down when these trees are looking like they're going to fucking snap in half and roll down the mountain? And you're like, no, no, no. Boulders, bitch. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> apparently boulders are a thing. So it's Bigfoot, aliens, the government snatching you up, a witch, or boulders. I need to know more about this witch. It's just that people have heard. But there's nothing else besides people have heard her. Yeah, there's no facts at all. Like, there's no solid facts about this witch woman other than people hearing the cackling and the laughter and just, like, sinister sounds around that time, around, like, four, five, six o'clock. Did you see American Horror Story Roanoke? Yes. Okay, that's what Fucking I'm getting. Terrifying. Like, I'm getting terrifying. witchy vibes, like that. Yeah, but that episode, that actually, the first one and then the Roanoke one are probably my two favorite ones. But yeah, I hated Roanoke, but anyway. Really, I liked it once it got to like episode seven or eight. I can't handle, like the narrative that they used where it was like like a TV show within it. It was like a TV show within a TV show. Yeah. Like the MTV shit. Yeah. And then also anything with pigs and horror movies, I can't, I can't deal with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway. um, Anyway, go on. (laughs) 
<laughs> so all of those cases, except for Frida, are technically unsolved because no one knows like what the fuck happened to these people. They're all they've all disappeared without a trace. Um even that poor little eight year old boy because the bloodhounds could never track anything anywhere. Um, so it's basically just like this mystery of this this mountain and um mm. and then I guess like the last theory of course is like I mentioned in the beginning where the Indians were like if you step on this rock you disappear um I don't really know much about Native American history yeah. although my husband is allegedly an Indian um <laughs> allegedly we did Ancestry 21 or whatever and he is kind of Indian Fine. what did it say it said he is like a percentage higher than what I guess so he's technically right he could but he could not have gone to college for free we didn't actually steal his land so we're fine okay good yeah I think that was pretty much it it's just that that's the fucked up Bennington triangle and I always talk about hiking and how much I love nature and I don't think I can possibly ever hike again and not I don't know not pack some fucking lead dude like what the hell it's creepy, all the shit you start to read. We're definitely more aware in our, like, um, time and day, time and, right? Is that how you, is that the yeah, same? Of course. You know, we, we're definitely more aware and we take precautions, not like they did in the 40s and 50s, but the stories that I'm about to talk about are, like, recent. And people still oh, go missing without a trace. Okay, every time I get in an elevator after our elevator, uh, Korean elevator episode, I'm always, like, looking at the numbers. I'm like, there's 10 floors. I could portal to another dimension right now if I wanted to. But then I'm always like, nope, this is how it happens. This is how it happens. I'm going to get to the fifth floor. This woman's going to get on. I'm going to look at her in the eye. And I'm going to talk to her because I'm a fucking idiot. And then this is it. I'm going to ruin my whole entire life. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's wrong with me. But every time I get in an elevator now, like today when we took Juliet to her fucking checkup, I was like, oh, there's only four floors. I couldn't do the Korean elevator experiment here. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Why would you want to even think about doing that? You fucking stupid bitch. You and I in an elevator together would be a fucking nightmare because you would be thinking about the elevator game and I would be thinking about how we're going to die. <laughs> we would need to snort Xanax before we press any buttons. Have uh, like boxes of wine. Oh, hell yeah. I just had my box of Malbec. It's delicious. I have some that we got for Christmas as a present from Rich's work. But right now I'm drinking this Dr. Pepper my man brought me home because he loves me. Oh, what a man. What a man, what a man. He is. Either that or he's just trying to, like, keep me fat. (laughs) I mean, you know. I don't know. He is a man. He like it thick. Hell yeah. All right, tell me yours. Now I'm excited because I did, like, the past without even knowing I was doing the past and you're doing the present. So that's cool. It's because we're on the same level. Get on my level. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I've never yeah. really heard that saying before until you said it, and I like it. Really? Oh, okay. I don't really get it because I think it's kind of stupid that I would put something down that you'd have to pick up instead of me just fucking handing it to you, but it's fine. It just means you're working together, I think. I don't you're know. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I fucking know. I don't fucking know. Okay. <clears throat> I'm excited. We, so you did more of like the Bennington Triangle. I'm going to do more of the Missing 411, which is um, a retired 
or I don't know if he's retired. He's just not a t- detective anymore, but he was a um, police detective and he started noticing that people were going missing in national parks and national forests throughout the United States. And he was like, you know, this is odd. Like they go missing and they're never found again. And if they are found again, all of the profile points are, are eerily similar, you know? What? Okay. Continue. Yeah. So he started like writing books about all these cases and he did a documentary and then he did another documentary, which is called Missing 411, The Hunted, which is what I'm about to talk about. Basically, this one focuses in on um, advanced hikers and avid hunters who go missing. Okay, that's what freaks me out the most about this whole fucking thing is that these people are experienced. It's not like, you know, it's fucking I'm putting my baby outside to go crawl around and like hope you make it home bitch like it's people that know what they're doing and it's like people that have like done this before and that have had these experiences um sorry I was adjusting so I can like get into this but yes uh that's what creeped me out too because I mean I've I've definitely heard about the kids that have gone missing in national parks and I'm like okay well that's a little more understandable because they're little and kids are not the smartest. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but these are experienced hunters and just people who are well-versed in like the outdoors. So real quick, I'm going to give you the profile points that are like eerily similar in all of these national park um, or national forest missing cases. And those are, <clears throat> The time that these people usually disappear is mid to late afternoon. It's if they are found, it's usually near a boulder field or water, some type of water. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, either during their disappearance or after their disappearance, there's always some major weather, whether, you know, um, extremely heavy fog rain sleet snow there's always something that happens as soon as they go missing all the people that go missing well not all of them but most of them have a disability or are sick so they're weak yeah they're weak the canines cannot track their sense because you know if someone goes missing the canines can usually track it to a certain point but the canines cannot track anything with these people. That's it's really like they weird because just... especially when you're out in the wilderness like that, like say you're on a trail, right? Yeah. Okay. Your scent's probably not on much because the trail's like flat. They can maybe smell your scent like based off your shoes or whatever. But once you start getting into the brush, it's like heavy, thick brush. Like they should be able to pick up your scent because you're like touching leaves and everything. Yeah, exactly. Um, so weird I know if these people are found which a lot of them are not ever found they're found in areas that were previously searched so it's like search and rescue crews comb through the area and they don't find anything for like the week or two that they're searching and then six months later they find a body exactly where it's almost like it was placed there oh that is so weird okay yeah um there's always some piece of clothing missing from these bodies, whether it be shoes, pants, a shirt. There's always some type of clothing missing, and most of the time it's shoes. 
What? So they're found without their shoes, but their shoes are never found. That's the thing. <laughs> what? Fucking that is crazy. So weird. Um, most of the time, these cases, if they are found, are there's like no known cause of death by the medical examiner. Like it's unknown. What? Yeah. <laughs> And wild because uh, you would at least think that like okay hypothermia you know uh dehydration they're like nah he good yeah i am gonna Shock talk him. about one case where the medical examiner and it's just so fucked up that they can do this we have to, we should talk about medical examiners sometime because that whole oh, thing is like oh yeah fuck up the stuff they can get away with but oh, yeah. he's he said, yeah, this person died of hypothermia, but then in his report, he's like, there's actually no signs of hypothermia, but that's the only thing that I can come up with. That's literally, I feel like, how they do their job. They're like, um, yeah. well, there isn't a knife wound to the neck, so mm, heart attack? I don't, mm, yeah. yeah. I don't know, pull one out of the hat. <laughs> Such a weird thing to get into. The The last thing with the profile points All these people are found in geographical clusters. So certain areas of the United States, from three to 80 people are in that one area. Does that make sense? Like they go missing in that area? Okay. So the guy that wrote these books and did the documentary basically has these profile points. Not every case has all of them, but these are the ones that are... The first one is probably the most experienced hunter. He was 82. Okay. Okay, Yeah. He went missing in Horicon, Horicon, (laughs) New York. (laughs) Um, And he had hunted like he was 82. He had hunted his whole life. So he went hunting with six other men. And he, he basically did that thing you talked about earlier where three of them would spread out and just sit and wait. And the other ones would, like, walk around and try and, like, push the animals towards the other ones. Yeah. Like, they were trying to push them. They're called the Watchers. So he was one of the older men. So he was one of the Watchers. And he went. He had a gun. He had all kinds of stuff. And he sat on a rock. And that's the last place anyone saw him. Okay? What he was wearing duck. Right. He was wearing duck boots, camouflage pants, and a camouflage jacket. Oh, my God. That's what I couldn't find him. He was wearing camouflage. Duh. <laughs> oh, my God. That's it. Oh, my God. He's probably still sitting there. Someone go fucking check. <laughs> Gloves, a red and black checkered hat. He, was, uh, he had a rifle and a walkie-talkie. Get this. And this happened in 2015. Yeah, 2015. Oh, shit. Okay. None of this has ever been found. His rifle, his walkie-talkie, his red checkered hat, his gloves, his duck boots, his camouflage. I mean, they won't be able to find his camouflage. But none of this has ever been found. Okay, that's really weird because it's not like you can say, oh, he's 15 and wanted to start over. Like, he's 85. What do you mean they can't fucking find anything? He's 82, same thing. Yeah. I need to age you, sir. He's not going to go off and start a new life. And if he were to go off and end his own life, you would find him. Yeah, because I feel like at that age, too, like, he could probably be, like, a fit motherfucker, but still. He wasn't. Oh. (laughs) Okay, well, even then, you would find him. Yeah. That's so weird. What do you, that's, and, like, especially a gun. Like, a gun doesn't just, like, 
become one with the earth. Like a gun just sits there and gets all rusty and shit. And animals don't eat guns last time I fucking checked. Hell no. So, yeah, Thomas, uh, he was 82. He served in the army. He was a paratrooper. He was five foot 10. He weighed 160 pounds. I mean, he wasn't an overweight guy, but he also was not super in shape. He was blind in one eye. Um, and he had just um, gotten over shingles. I mean, he had really poor vision, so he wasn't like... He sounds like a wreck. Right. He probably shouldn't have been out there to begin with. <laughs> Honey, are you okay? Who wanted to take Grandpa hunting? <laughs> Come on now. Um, but he was also uh, an experienced hunter. He taught survival training. So, I mean, he knew... If he were to get, like, lost in the woods, I feel like he would know how to survive. So they searched for him for several weeks. There were 300 volunteers, dogs, divers, because there was a lake nearby, several helicopters. Literally nothing came of this case. Crazy. So he was just sitting on a rock, and they were only there. Yeah, they were only there, I think, for three hours. And so they started to pack back up, and they were calling his name, and they didn't hear anything. They fired guns because I was up into the air or whatever, because I guess that's what you do when you're trying to signal for someone that like in your hunting yeah. group that you missed. Yeah. Nothing. So they went to go look for him. He had um, like a Snickers bar that was in his pocket. They didn't find a wrapper. They had. There was no evidence of him ever being there. That is fucking nuts. Right. It's almost like, I'm about to get wild, y'all. It's almost like he was just, like, lifted out of thin air. It, that's exactly what it sounds like. He just, like, poof, is gone. And, like, everything touching his body was gone. With him, yeah. Oh, I get chills thinking about it. Okay, so 40 miles south of where this happened with Thomas, there's Fred Drum. He was 68, and... He lived on this huge property with his wife. So she went out to go to some function. She wasn't gone for long. It was just like a dinner function. And she came back and he was just gone. The fuck? Right. Um, he's five foot five. Oh, he's a little guy. Oh, he's tiny. Oh, he's, he's my tiny. size. Fun he's, size. Yeah, five foot five, 175. Uh, he always wore camouflage and a cowboy hat. Yeah, okay, so get how big this family property is. It's 170 acres. What? It's a big ass property. Yeah, right? Farmland, woods, brush, uh, water, and creeks. This man was also an avid outdoorsman and an avid hunter. And, okay, so 68, you might think, well, he he might go off and start a new life. But like, I mean, 68, I don't know. who. What kind of honey are you getting at, at 68? True, true. Especially if you're 5'5". Five, five. I'm just saying. Yeah. All right, <laughs> don't come for me. <laughs> come on now. I don't know. He just fucking vanished. And those two were 40 miles apart. So that's that, one. I mean, that's weird. Yeah. The closeness is weird. Yeah, they're both kind of old. Um, Fred Drum... And remember what I talked about earlier with the, the illness um, or sickness or whatever? Yeah, the disability and the illness. Yeah. I don't remember if Fred Drum was. I'm going to pause and look it up really quick. Okay, so it doesn't say he was, but I mean. He was. He was. He was old. 
Come on, persistibility. <laughs> Age. Ew. Ew. Gross. So those were the clusters in New York. This next one is called the Santa Fe Cluster. Okay, so 15 missing people that we know of have okay. gone. Yeah. That's have a big just... number of people that just can't be found. 15 people cannot be found. That's a fucking huge group of people, dude. Yeah, in the Santa Fe National Forest. Um, and it, that is a 1.6 million acres. So, I mean, it's big, but, like, still. And part of me gets really creeped out when I think about how big the national forests are because yeah there's park rangers and whatnot but how much of that is not explored actively? okay yeah also if I'm a park ranger I'm not taking my job that seriously the first one <clears throat> the first person that goes missing or not really goes missing because multiple people have gone missing but the one of importance I guess is Audrey Kaplan she was 75 and what if was... all these old ass motherfuckers just like what? time to go on a fucking hike? Y'all need to stay home and knit. Go to bingo. Go to bingo. Anyway, <laughs> anyway sorry. It's okay. Excuse me. This was in July of 2014. She went hiking with her husband. They were actually from Dallas, Texas. They had a another home, a second home in Santa Fe. She went hiking with her husband and then went off by herself at 10.30 a.m. to pick mushrooms. I'm just going to leave that there. Okay, you fucking hippie. What kind of mushrooms were they? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, were you trying to eat them? Yeah, <laughs> or cook with but... them? So she doesn't come back. And by 12.15, her husband's like, you know. This I should probably have get... a good trip. I'm jealous. <laughs> I should probably get some friends and we should probably go look for her because <laughs> it's been two hours and she was all she was doing was picking mushrooms. <laughs> so they go looking, nothing. They have like a search team. Nobody can find anything. And then lost my spot. So this was on July 30th. And on August 4th, they found her naked body. She was in the fetal, no clothes on. She was in the fetal position in a very, very shallow creek. So only her face and her like feet were in the creek because it was so shallow. Oh my God. Was she like assaulted? No, there was literally no injuries on her body. Also. Okay. Think about this. All I can think about with the no clothes is like, oh, maybe she used them as like, blankets but literally clothes are blankets permanently attached to your body so right. the only man thing that brought me food thanks bitch what oh did he god. bring you he brought me tuna salad lettuce wraps oh my god i love him so much i love okay bye he left Sounds me. He loved me. but he brought me this food but he didn't say he loved me but it's fine i can feel it <laughs> i love how he brings you like the healthiest snack and rich brings me dr <laughs> Well, like, I'm trying to do this fucking marathon shit, and this is literally yeah. the nicest thing ever, and he left. He didn't say he loved me or anything. He barely That's smiled. That's him showing his love. It's all in this food that I'm about to put in my mouth, so it's like he's kissing me. It's fine. Right? My man is tuna. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, like, weird, because it's, like, why would she be naked? Like, if I was missing, or, like, say I'm picking mushrooms, right? They're psychedelic mushrooms. I eat them. Maybe I do take off my clothes because I'm tripping. But it sounds like at that ripe old age, she's not trying to go on a trip. So why are her clothes gone? Bitch, where are your clothes? Did they ever find her clothes? 
So they found a, like, messed up campsite-ish. Like, it, it wasn't even really a campsite. It was just, like... Yeah, I guess she didn't have any camping shit because she's fucking picking mushrooms. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of information on that. Um, it just said around her there was a destroyed, like, camp area. Which is weird because her and her husband were not going out to camp. They were going out to hike. Yeah, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Uh, so the medical examiner said she died of hypothermia, but there was no physical evidence of hypothermia found. Shut Does that even fucking up. make sense? No, it makes no fucking sense. He said it was unlikely that she drowned because the creek was so shallow. Like, literally. She'd have had to, like, force herself to kill herself to drown. Right, and she was found in the fetal position, which probably did not happen. Also, there were no injuries on her body, which I already said, but that just baffles me. What the fuck? Yeah. That and you would no think sense. if she accidentally, like, like a fucking dumbass, ate one of these mushrooms <laughs> and had this weird experience, wouldn't you find that in her blood or in her... Yeah, you would find that in somewhere in her labs or some shit i don't know but like that is so weird he's like oh yeah definitely hypothermia what like what but then there was no physical evidence of hypothermia that was just the easiest way out yeah basically he just fucking was like i don't know hypothermia write it down (laughs) write it down that's probably what it is okay in that same area in 2009, there was Melvin Nadel. Mel is what they called him. He was 61. Oh, my God. He was only 5'2". <laughs> oh, my God. So cute. <laughs> and 135 pounds. Oh, my God. Are you going to uh, be okay? So I'm going to credit the website that I got this information from, from Melvin, but um, there was a lot of information on him because his is just really, really strange. I mean, all these are strange, but his is like really, really strange. So he disappeared outside of Elk Mountain on Sunday, December 6, 2009. He was hunting with two of his friends. No trace of him or his belongings has ever been found, and that was in 2009, and they did a huge search what yeah also i feel like 2009 was literally five minutes ago when in reality that was like 11 years ago which is fucking weird all right you need to calm down because it was 10 okay you know what i mean in a few months (laughs) you know what i mean okay so mel was a black belt in taekwondo a pilates instructor a successful businessman and he was a longtime hunter and outdoorsman Okay. okay So he knew. Oh, okay, honestly, you could have just stopped at black belt, and I'd have been like, hey, "He good. He fine. Same. He's fight. He's fighting off Bigfoot for sure. <laughs> oh, real. He about a taekwondo his ass. <laughs> his wife. Okay, this part is it's fucking hilarious. They interviewed his wife, <laughs> and they were like, "Would he ever walk away from his hunting spot to go like pursue a deer or an elk?" And his wife's like, "No, he hated walking." <laughs> <laughs> LOL, same. 
Probably because he's fucking two feet and he has to take 17 steps. What the fuck? Oh my god. The way that she just like said that was such a straight face. Like, no, he hates walking. So matter of fact. He hates exercise. Although he's a fucking black belt. Um, I just couldn't get over that. It was it was too much. That's hilarious. He parked his Jeep Wrangler near his friend's vehicles. And they went to a nearby base camp. And that was 4.30 in the afternoon. So basically, they park their Jeep. His friends go off to one side of the Jeep and go down a few, um, I would say, yards. And he, well, maybe even more than that. And he goes to the other side of the Jeep and goes into this, like, wooded area. Yeah. And sets up his uh, blind to hunt. And uh-huh. his was only a few yards from the Jeep. And then he just disappears. That is, okay, even for him to, like, go on the other side without his friends, whatever. Maybe he's antisocial. But for him to only be a couple of yards away from the Jeep and still go missing, that is so fucking weird. And he hates walking. So, yeah, he went a couple of yards. Like, he's like, this, I don't care if the fucking deer see my Jeep. Fuck it. I don't care. But It gets weirder. Oh my god. Okay. So this man also had a disability. He had an injured knee and was wearing a band-aid a band-aid. Jesus. <laughs> had a band-aid on his knee to fix it. It was really supportive. Just a bandage on his knee. Um so I mean he was weak. He still yeah. had a hurt knee. He was limping. Doesn't he also like to had walk. No, he doesn't like to walk. He also had a bow and arrow and a 44 revolver with a hunting knife and none of this was ever found and I'm thinking to myself okay it's not gonna be like a um, someone who comes to murder him because he was packing yeah like that's the weird have you thing. ever seen like, a hunting knife those things are not okay they're like all scratchy on one end like if you stab somebody it's like you're gonna have an exercise because and a bow it's and a lot of I mean, bow and arrow, like, please hold while I load my bow into this thingy. Can you please also stop moving? It's really hard for me to aim. But he had a gun, so that's easy. Just point and click, I think. Right. Crazy. None of that was, like, ever found. Um, And that's a lot of things to carry on you to not drop. Right. Especially when you don't like walking. So the men came back, and they, you know, didn't see him. I literally just had a stroke. I, like, couldn't talk for a second. (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with me? So he had a GPS on him, and I guess that's something that, like, a lot of hunters or outdoors people take in case they get lost. But it was in his truck and so – or his Jeep, and so was his cell phone. Like, he didn't take those two things out there with him, which I thought was just really strange. And, you know, they asked his wife – would he ever, like, were you guys having issues? Would he try and start a new life? And she was like, no, we were very happy. You know, I don't think that he would do that. I mean, That's weird. And, I mean, you don't know. People kind of have breaking points. But she seemed very confident in the fact that, like, no, he would never just up and leave. So I believe her. Yeah, I mean, I think it's weird when... People are like, oh, my God, he left. I had no idea. It's like, I think there's a lot of underlines that you're not telling everybody else because 
you know. Yeah. Like, you, like, I don't know. Yeah, that's so weird for him to just be like, oh, no, we're gone. Like, what? What? I just think it's strange that nothing of his has ever been found. You know? Yeah, I think that's the weirdest thing is that when there's nothing. Yeah, and they looked through the area. He had all three of those weapons. I mean, clothing, equipment, nothing has ever been found. So I just, I feel like that one is very, very strange. The next yeah, one for sure. is um, Stanley Vigil. He's 54, older for real. Like, all these mm-hmm. people are old. This was in 2017, so it's pretty recent. Um, Yeah. Okay, that is actually super recent. Okay, I'm a little bit shook. Okay. I mean, yeah, a lot of these are. So he was out hunting, and he was in a car with other people in his group. He saw a deer, and he jumped out of the car and ran off into the woods to go hunt it. And his family or the people that he was with said, you know, that's not uncommon. Like, if okay, you see- first of all, <laughs> <laughs> the other day I saw a deer and I was like, I hope I don't hit it with my car. If this guy's like, let me fucking jump out of my car and sprint after it. I thought that was strange. And I was like, I've never heard of hunting where you are driving. And that's like, you're, I just have never heard of that before. I've literally never heard of anything that crazy in my life, but yeah. And I live in Florida, so I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you would hear some crazy shit like guy on meth. Like, no, never heard that. The the weird thing about this, the group waited for him to come back and he never did. And within five minutes of him leaving, a heavy fog and snow started falling. What? Right. Like, some ominous shit right there. <laughs> what? Bitch, that's like Stephen King's The Mist. What do you mm-hmm. fucking mean? So he, like, leaves to go chase a deer like a psycho. Yeah. And they and... wait five minutes for him to come back. Like, okay, he got... It's either going to be, okay, he shot the deer and he needs us to help him move it, or he didn't catch it and he's going to come back. But within five minutes, he had not come back. I wonder if, like, he went out there to go chase the deer like a psycho the fog rolled in and then he got like lost possibly possibly i mean that could be it but these but also, guys it's are so close and it's so close to like what did you say it was 20, 2017 yeah um i know he had his cell phone on him so i don't care what anybody fucking says that's glued to everyone's hip i don't care how old you are <laughs> like um, that's so weird do you know I'm asking this because I don't fucking know. So if you're out somewhere and you don't have any fucking service, can you still call 911? Oh. I don't know if you can do that. I don't know. I'm going to, will you, you Google it. Can you call 911 with no service? I know that on a flip phone, even if it says that there's no battery, you can still call 911. Oh, however, calls to 911 on phones without active service do not deliver the caller's location to the 911 caller center, and the call center cannot call those phones back to find out where the caller's location is. Okay, but you can call out? Yeah. I guess that's good. That's good yeah, to know. so thank you to the FCC, whoever the fuck that is. Network providers must transmit an emergency call regardless to whether you use their services or not. So if there's any service in the area, even if it's not picked up by your service, it'll go out. Wow. 
Weird. Weird. Okay, so they wait the five minutes. He doesn't come back. They search for him for seven days. There's like a full seven-day. Yeah, seven-day search. He was found five months later. What? Where? Where did they find him? By a river with broken ribs. Of all things, broken ribs. Only broken ribs. Only broken ribs. It's just fucking wild. And hold on, I think... I have something else on it. I'm going between my phone and a Google document. <laughs> <laughs> so diverse. So diverse. Um, nope, that's all I have on him. So but, Okay, but to just break your ribs, it's not like you fell down like a mountain and happened to break your ribs and your arm and your legs. Like, yeah. what do you mean he just has broken ribs? Like, the deer attacked his ribs and then, like, I, I, I literally cannot think in my brain. But again, so he jumps out of the car. How far away do you think, like, he was when he was found? Because okay, they he searched. He jumps out of a car. He was found five months days. later. Dude, I would say, like, 20 miles or something. He's gone a long way. No. He was only nine oh. miles away. That's not far. Like, how? You can run nine miles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I don't. What do you. I just think if you're searching for that long, first of all, seven days is a long time. You can cover nine miles in seven days. How did nobody find him in an open area next to a river? That is so weird, especially because rivers, a lot of the time, like, okay, yes, I know that the forest can be dense, but if you have a river, there can't be trees in the middle of your river. Right. And if if I knew that someone went missing in a forest, I would think, okay, well, let me try and find the nearest body of water because if that person's smart, that's what they're going to migrate towards. Yeah, and then, like, they'll follow the river or whatever. But no, they didn't find him. Oh, my God. Yeah, so those are all in the Santa Fe, uh, the Santa Fe National Park or the Santa Fe Cluster. This next one is called the Crazy Mountains. And the locals I don't like the name. I don't like I know. it. The locals call it just the crazies. They don't call it the crazy mountain. It's just called the crazies. Okay, I really don't like that because this is making me think of like the hills have eyes. Same. <laughs> uh, I don't like it. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna Google it just to double check, but I'm pretty sure this is in Wyoming. Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Um, the crazies. I don't like that name. <laughs> I It gives me chills to think about it. Uh, oh, Montana. Oh, my God. My motherland. What the fuck? <laughs> Your fucking motherland. I fucking love Montana. Oh, God damn Have it. you ever okay. been there? No. But that's where I'm going to live my life. With my farm. <sighs> I want to come. With the crazies. Of course. With the crazies, yeah, you have to live a crazy mountain now. I don't want to be with the crazies, but I mean, if I have to be, it's fine. <laughs> Worth it. Better than Florida. A lot of these people, like locals and stuff, think that the mountains are cursed by Indians. Okay, honestly, I can vibe with that because um, Indians, you know. <laughs> Your husband's an Indian? My husband's an Indian, everyone. He's fucking Kuntikute over here, and... Um, I believe it. I mean, have you ever seen them in their teepees with their ashwagandha or whatever that is? 
they do. Oh, yeah. Their trip so and shit. So, where I'm from in um, North Carolina, there's Cherokee, North Carolina. Yeah. And, I mean, they have the casino, of course. <laughs> and all alcohol, of course. Oh, yeah. But um, we would go there a lot, and there's a lot of, like, you know, Cherokee heritage stuff that's really cool. And Okay, so Aaron Hedges is the first person, or the main person, really, Aaron Hedges is 38, and he goes missing in September of 2014. So he's going elk hunting with his friends. They're going on, like, a week-long camping trip. They're gone for two days. He decides to go off on his own and then goes missing. Yeah. Just don't ever go by yourself. I don't care how macho man you are. Take a buddy. For real, buddy system. Everybody, buddy system, unless your buddy's a murderer. Yeah. When I went to summer camp and we went on our little camping excursions, we would go hiking and end up camping the night for the night. We always had to have a buddy with us when we would go out to go to the bathroom. It's just like common sense. Take a buddy. I never had to do that. But if I did, I would probably have a buddy. I'd probably just piss my bed because I'd be too afraid to go to the bathroom. I mean, I basically did that. (laughs) It was horrible because, I mean... Asheville's a scary fucking place. There's all those fucking mountains and trees and honestly, nighttime is just a scary place to be. Okay, at night as I walk past our like sliding glass door to go to bed because oh, no. it's fucking dark out, I never make eye contact with it because I'm like obviously that there's going to be a fucking demon there and I don't want to <laughs> make eye contact with the demon before I go to bed. You not have curtains back there? Yeah, but like I don't want to pull them because oh I like the light when it comes in. Also, I forgot to mention, side note, my grandma died, RIP. Um, before I got in my car to leave the funeral, I definitely told her not to follow me home. <laughs> like, how you <laughs> with the spirits? I was like, I said, Nana, you cannot come home with me. And then I shut the door and then drove to get breakfast with the family afterwards. And I was like, bitch, no. <laughs> Continue. Continue. Nana, you have to stay here. <laughs> Nana. You gotta fucking stay in Cocoa Beach, okay? Do not come back to Orlando. Cannot oh, you had to drive all the way down to Cocoa Beach. Yeah, but damn. But the um, pancakes are really good, so worth it. There's this bomb ass burrito shop on Cocoa Beach. It's actually oh, really? right next door to Ron John. Oh, I'm gonna definitely hit that place up next oh, time. Oh my god, I fucking it's love so burritos. Fucking good. It's like Moe's, but like a mom and pop place. Oh. Fuck me. That sounds so good. I'm going to Google it right now. Anyways, continue with your story. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) so they're two days into their week-long hunting slash camping trip. Aaron decides he wants to go off on his own. Okay. So he was last heard from on September 5th. Nearly two years later, his body's found. Two years? Two years. 15 miles from his original destination where he was headed. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to kind of start at the beginning with this one. September 5th at 10 a.m., Aaron decided to head up towards Sunlight Lake. He was going to try and replace a lost sleeping bag. His plan was to seek shelter with him and his friends had a hunting camp the previous year, and that same group had placed a sleeping bag in that hunting camp. So he was going to go get that extra sleeping bag. Uh, Greg and Joe, who were his friends that he was with, told Aaron he needed to come back into the area because 
the place he was visiting was dangerous at night. He explained he was going to grab the supplies, return to his friends that same night, but he never came back. Oh, my God. Yeah. I Listen, if Ari... Okay, if it's me, you, and Ariana, which I probably wouldn't be with you, but if it's me, you, and Ariana, and we're hunting, <laughs> or we're hiking, and we're camping, and Kate's like, I'm going to go off on this trek by myself... And me and you stay behind. I'm not going to let her do that. Yeah, no, I'd have to be like, I'm sorry, Kate, you can't, you got, I, you just, you, where's your leash? We have leashes. We're all going to be tethered together. This is not going to work out for me. Maybe guys are different, but I like to think that Gordon, Rich, and Kevin would do the same thing. Like, they wouldn't just be like, yeah, man, just come back by dark, you know, um, just go off I into the woods on your own. Like- Kevin would be like, I'm going to go run my sprints up the mountain and <laughs> see you guys later. Yeah, maybe. His friends called him at 4 p.m. because they had Garmin walkie-talkies. Okay, and you love that for them. Love that for them. Those are so expensive. Yeah, I was like, my thinking like my watch is expensive. How much more money could it be if I could talk on my watch? What the fuck? Right. These walkie-talkies were pretty cool because they showed the GPS location of everybody that had them. Okay, baller. Right, and kind of ideal if you're going like into the outdoors with a group of people. Yeah, it's like the perfect thing that you need so you don't fucking get lost. But of course, someone got fucking lost. Yeah. So I'm going to try and explain this. You kind of need a map, but I'm going to try and explain it. So the GPS position of Aaron was on like the very edge of... um. The, so there was a fort... Oh, Jesus Christ. When he got... Okay, <laughs> Oh, my uh-huh. God. Yes, we're using our words. <laughs> so he went straight for, like, a really long time, and then there was a fork in the road, and if he went, or in the trail, and if he went left, that took them to the hunting camp where the sleeping bag was, and if he went right, that just took him off somewhere. So his friends noticed that his GPS location was to the right of the fork when he could, okay. when he should have gone left, okay? And he knew that. He knew yeah. he should have gone left but it was right. And it was just, it was really weird. They thought that was really weird. Um, so they talked to him. I don't know why they didn't ask him why he was over there, but that was the last time they ever heard from him. And that was what? at 4 p.m. Oh, my God. What pisses me off is his friends didn't wait to report him missing. And actually, I don't even think it was his friends. I think it was his wife. So on September what? 6th, yeah, wild. On September 6th, which was the next day, his friends, like, realized he wasn't coming back. He was definitely missing. And then the next day, a snowstorm came with 24 inches of snow. What? Yeah. That's and a the te- ton of snow. For real, the temperature went from 50 degrees to 15. I mean, and he's still out there. What? Yeah. So I mean, he definitely did. But I think it's weird his friends wouldn't say anything because even then, okay, so say Kate wants to go off on her hike by herself, like I and she doesn't come back, like someone's gotta say something. Like, what do you, you're just not gonna say anything? Like, no, you have to say something. Yeah. Well, so the hunters came back and they, you know, they told his wife Christine. He, he never came back to the campsite. So then she notified the sheriff's office on September 8th. He went off on his own on September 5th. 
Okay, so that's two two whole days, two and a half maybe. Yeah, the authorities were kind of like, this is odd. Why are you waiting so long to report him missing? And they yeah. just they justified their decision by saying that he was a very experienced outdoorsman and that he was armed. But come to find out, they were on that land illegally. Oh. Yeah, and so that's kind of why they waited so long. But let me tell you what, if I knew my husband was on land illegally, but he had been missing, I would still report it. (laughs) Yeah, that's so true. Like, even, like, what, you have to pay, like, a small fee for trespassing, but, you know, meanwhile, your husband could be fucking dead. Yeah, with a 24-inch snowstorm, she still waited. That is so, so, yes. Oh, my God, she waited through the snowstorm? Yeah. What a bitch. I know, right? So, blah, blah, blah. by the time the search started, bad weather had hit the area and it kind of hindered all efforts because the dogs were not going to be able to, like. Um, yeah, because there's fucking 20 gallons of snow outside. What the yeah. hell? Uh, 20 dog teams, seven horse teams, 59 ground searchers, the National Guard. Private helicopters equipped with night vision and spotlights all joined the effort to try and find him. What? I mean, That's a, a lot. T- a lot. I mean, of people. how much can you really see? Like, how much can you find under snow? Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how does that even work? I don't know. I don't know. And like, how fast does it melt? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Help. You definitely don't know because you're from Florida. I definitely don't know shit. <laughs> Have you ever seen snow? Yes. Okay. Yes. I just got really concerned for you. <laughs> Have you ever seen Is she okay? <laughs> the, so Aaron's case is wild as fuck because throughout that two years, they're finding his stuff what? in different locations. Oh, no. Okay, so here we go. Aaron's boots were found on September 9th, which is four days after he went missing on the second. This was the second day of the search. Um, They were set. This is this part gives me chills. They were set side by side like he intentionally took them off oh. in a snowstorm. No, no, it ain't right. It just ain't right. It ain't right. It ain't right. Because even like if you're trying to kill yourself. I don't know. How are you taking seems, your shoes off? Like, yeah, like, yeah, okay, frostbite on your toes. But if you're trying to, like, kill yourself, I at least leave my shoes on so my feet aren't cold. But I take off my shirt or something. Yeah. And they were just placed so oh intentionally side by side. So close by was his camel. You know what a camel back is? Yeah. Okay. The bladder. The camel back water bladder was yeah. just off the trail with a fire pit a partially burnt cigarette, a fire bundle, two waist belts from a hiking backpack had been cut off and were also there. But that was it. What? Just the most random things. I mean, that seems normal to me because maybe the bladder was out because he was drinking and like that was his like setup. But then also, why is he not there? Why are his boots off somewhere else? Yeah. And like his, the waist belts from his backpack, but not his backpack. And why were those cut off of him? Like, that's weird. 
Yeah, because, I mean, you know what I'm talking about, like, the hiking backpacks yeah. that, like, snap around your stomach. Yeah. Um, yeah, just so weird. So, the tube connected to the bladder had been removed, causing searchers to believe that Aaron had tried to drink the water. Had tried to drink water. Yeah, maybe. Okay. But that's... Okay. Okay. This is weird. A day or two before these items were found searchers searched that same area and found nothing oh my god i don't i don't get that i don't get it at all how do things just appear or you know they're searching for him and he's wandering around and they're just like missing each other but if this guy was such an avid outdoorsman would he not fire his gun off Mm -hmm. or would you not just stay in the same place like i understand you have to like forage for food or something but when people are searching, they're usually, like, calling out your name. Yeah. It's, like, and if you're in the forest, there's not much going on. There's not, like, traffic. So, like, you're not you're not, not hearing someone call for you unless you're, like, really fucking far away. Especially when there's snow because, I mean, you don't know this, but when there's snow, it is dead quiet. Dead oh. fucking quiet. It's really, really eerie, actually. Yeah. Oh. Um, It's very quiet. I just, they always say if you're, like, out in the wilderness and you get lost, the first thing you need to do is, like, try and stay in the area where you went missing, but find an open space and, like, take off an article of clothing to wave around so helicopters can see you. Don't go into more densely wooded areas. I heard, like, you take off, like, articles of clothing, but you, like tether them in a way that like it's like you tie it to like a tree branch and then you keep walking like a couple of miles and then you tie another piece so they can like find you or something oh yeah I don't know if that's true or not but I think I heard that somewhere but then at the same time how they know which way you're going but I guess they could just search in both directions and maybe eventually find you sort of maybe yeah I'm just not gonna track if I'm not in the woods (laughs) I'm just gonna fucking stay put yeah, I mean, honestly, going. that's probably what, that's probably what I would do. I'd be like, um, here's fine. This this is nice. This is nice right the fuck here. After I jump out of my car to go chase a deer, <laughs> like a fucking idiot. What are you <laughs> fucking idiot? <laughs> what? Okay, so it was really strange that Aaron had removed his boots in the snow and cold weather, even if hypothermia had set him, um, which was kind of like causing him to remove clothing because you know when you uh, yeah. get hypothermia it actually feels like you're burning yeah it's like the opposite yeah so you you tend to like take clothes off um he would have only gotten a short distance in that snow without his boots he wouldn't have been able to keep going yeah so because the know. way i think of it too is like your feet just get numb and then you can't feel them and if you can't feel your feet you can't walk Right. You know, like when your feet go numb from sitting on them or whatever, you try and stand up and you're like, oh, I have a peg leg. Ha ha ha. Well, he has two fucking peg legs and he's never had them before. So. Mm, yeah. Super, super strange. Despite finding um, the, all this evidence, they called off the search on September 22nd. They called so, it off. Yeah. He went missing on the 5th. I mean, they, they searched for a good while. I mean. Almost a whole month. The following summer, uh, which June 2015, had basically been like nine months since he disappeared. Roger 
Beslanowich. I'm not even. I just butchered that last name. He was get a better name. Right. He came across Aaron's belongings while he was like visiting the area. Um, Yeah. He had to wait a while because a relative was like fixing a fence in the area. So with time to kill, he wanted to look at the views and decided to go up on top of like a ridge. After taking in the views, he took a shortcut through a stand of timber and saw an orange hunting vest, as well as a backpack and clothing. No. Right? So weird. He said, this is a quote from him, my first thought when I saw clothes piled up against a tree, I just knew there was going to be a body there. There's a lot of bear activity where they flip the rocks over to eat the bugs underneath. I just knew there was going to be a body there, but there wasn't. Um, the inventory mm. that they found were Aaron's bow, a backpack, socks, shirts, sweatpants, and a vest. The backpack had holes in it because, I mean, it had been nine months, which he assumed were caused by, like, small animals. He found wrappers from granola bars, um... All around, yeah. Aaron's gun and driver's license were also in the bag. Oh. Yeah. Um, the area was searched, and strangely, at the head of the ridge was a thermos cup and an open energy drink sitting on a rock. These I, were Aaron's. I don't like that. <sighs> I don't like that at all. And, like, I think... Okay, yes, it's really sad that these people go missing. Yeah. But I think being the person finding their stuff has to be the creepiest shit. Yeah. Like, if you're out, like, hiking, and then all of a sudden you just see, like, this destroyed bag that looks old, and, like, you just have that feeling. Like, he said, like, he's like, I'm sure there was going to be a dead body there. Like, I would feel so uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean... Like I don't know what I would do. If, what would you do? How how do you think you would react if you were to find a dead body? Uh, man, I don't know. I think I would – I wouldn't touch it. That's for damn sure because it would gross. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I'd just probably have to, like, call, like, 911 right away. I think that would be, like, my instinct is, like, immediately 911. But I think, like, nurse mode would kick in and yeah. – if I knew for sure it was dead, I would not touch it. But if it looks still, like, lively, I might feel for a pulse. But then I'm like, oh, now my fingerprints are on it. Now I'm the murderer. So now I'm going to jail. I have no alibi. Fuck. <laughs> I was just out for a hike. No one's going to believe that. Um, what would you do? Yeah. No, I don't know. I'd probably cry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my immediate knee reaction would be to, like, say cry. oh my fucking god and cry <laughs> I don't know I, I hope to never find a dead body okay, yeah, I don't know if anyone has ever found a dead body please if you're listening to this right now and you're like oh shit I've found a dead body tell us about it <laughs> tell us about it we want to so know I'm so intrigued <laughs> I'll tell you my dead body story if you tell me yours <laughs> trade these <laughs> um, so on 2000, in 2016 which was another year later, they found a skull underneath, literally a skull, just sitting underneath a dead tree on this ranch. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah, and it was in his body. Where's the rest of the body? Oh, my God. 
Okay, so they began a search of that area, and they found 80% of his skeleton within 50 yards of that tree. Oh. So it was like it was scattered, and I mean, that kind of makes sense. Like, okay, animals are going to pick up bones and, like, move them around and wind and weather and stuff. Um, Okay. So the distance covered without boots in fairly deep snow and freezing temperatures seems impossible. Searchers were certainly very skeptical that Aaron could walk in bare feet from the creek to the area where he was found. As the crow flies, what does that even fucking mean? I mean, I do know what that means. So as the crow flies, I know it is. As the crow flies, it's 13 miles that he would have had to walk without boots in the in the Uh... snow. Even if you're an avid hiker, I don't think really anybody could do that without bloody footprints. Excuse me, without bloody footprints. Because I used to run barefoot in high school because I read some bullshit about how it's good for you. And it was hard as fuck because I ran in the summer barefoot in Florida. Why, bitch? I bet your feet are jacked the fuck up. (laughs) Because it was, like, good for you. So I would do it, like, once. But I also wore socks because I was, like... I'm not trying to burn my feet, but I did do that for like one summer and it was hard as shit. So I could just imagine if you're like in the wilderness and it's fucking snowing, you're fucked. Like there's no way you're making it that far at all. Like you're, you're going to be like crawling on your hands and knees at one point because there's no way you can easily go through the woods like that unless you're a gypsy (laughs) because they're the only ones that are one with the earth because there's no fucking way. Okay, so he was 13 miles, or 13 miles is what he would have had to go without shoes. So Aaron, when they found his body, he was within sight of buildings. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you said he was found somewhere close. That's so weird. Yeah, like, bitch, why didn't you just ask for help? How do you go, if he did, how do you go 13 fucking miles in the snow without shoes? But you can't push that little extra to get to these buildings to ask for help. Like, I just don't, I don't understand that. I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, it's like that would give you that push, I feel. Because some people might be like, oh, no, it was too much. And he just met his end. It's like, no, that's that one thing where they get that inhuman strength to keep on living. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of people are kind of speculating that he didn't go to those buildings and ask for help because he was hunting illegally and he was trespassing. Um, he was like 12 seconds away from dying. So fuck that theory. Yeah, I just this whole thing. I think his case the most creeps me out because within two years, they're finding his boots. Then they found. um like that thermos with the energy drink and then they find his backpack and his hunting vest but they're all in different areas yeah, 13 miles like, apart yeah. I just don't get it I don't I just don't like the fact that everything's so spread out I don't either I don't I don't either it's just real fucking weird um okay yeah so that was the crazies. That's what the, that mountain range was called. The crazies. It is this the is, crazies. What the fuck? I'm just going to throw this like s- statistic out there. 50 
plus people have gone missing from Yosemite National Park. That's kind of a lot of people from like a national park, like where families, like families go out there to fucking do vacation shit. Yeah. You know, um, and FBI's FBI does not normally get involved with missing person cases. That's just like not something that they do. But with the lot of these cases, the FBI has gotten involved, which is kind of weird to me. Really? Like, what the fuck are y'all looking for? Do you know that something's going on? And so you're like trying to be there first. I just that creeps me out a little bit. Yeah, to like cover things up and to be like, yes. oh, nothing to see here. Yes, so fucking weird. I mean, okay. with missing person cases too, like, it's not like there's somebody always on watch. Like, oh, yeah. there's someone who came out here tamper with shit. Like, it doesn't work like that. Uh, yeah, it's just, um, this whole thing is just real fucked up. I'm going to talk about my theories at the end. But real quick, I want to talk about the Sierra Camp. Okay, and I'm sure you've never heard of it because it's not, no, like, a well-known thing. Not. I'm actually – okay, pause. I'm going to Google this and see if I can find the video because I want everyone to hear the sound that I'm going to be explaining. Oh, no. I'm not going to worry about it. Um, You'll just have to listen to it on your own because it's real fucking creepy. Okay, what is it called? The Sierra Camp? Um, On YouTube, the Missing 411 Sierra Camp. Yeah. Okay, literally on Google it says the Sierra Camp Sounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Press on that. No, no, no. Oh, it's a commercial. <sighs> Nutrisystem. We're all different. Okay, What bitch. are you trying to say? <laughs> oh, this is an eight-minute video. Hold on. The, the sounds are not that long, but you might have to go through there. Oh, okay, here we go. Okay, listen to the sounds, and then we'll talk about it. What the fuck? Uh, I'm shook. Are you listening? I just listened to some of them, and I feel very uncomfortable right now. Yeah. Like, I feel really not okay right now. (laughs) So fucking weird. What the fuck? Okay, so the Sierra Camp... um, God damn it. I'm so unprepared. I got to look and see what state this is in. I think it's Montana. Um, Sierra Nevada Mountains in Eastern California. Okay. So this Sierra camp is in the Sierra Nevada Mountains. You said Eastern California? Yeah. It's like a secret camp. It was started in the 70s by um, some hunters. It was only men. It was a very, it still is, it's still active today, and they just, they don't give away the exact location, um, and they didn't when I watched this documentary, and it was weird. just really secretive, it's really weird, but it's a 4,000 foot elevation, it's an eight mile hike, it was, actually it was started in the 50s, sorry, it's just weird, but in the 70s, the, the guy in the documentary has been going since the 70s, and he said that uh, he's just at night. You just hear weird things. Okay, and you're out in the middle of fucking nowhere in California, eight miles up, four thousand foot elevation. I need everybody right now to Google Sierra Sierra Camp sounds so you can hear what I'm about to explain. It's but terrifying. It is terrifying. So in the 70s, they recorded. They're in this like 
camp that they've built. Um, and they hide themselves in there with like a log as the door. So, I mean, it looks like just a bunch of trees that have fallen over, but it's actually like where they sleep at night. Okay, so... The logs look like logs, but it's actually a weird-ass building. Are you looking at it? Yeah. Okay. It's really weird-looking, but yeah, they hide in there, or sleep in there, and hide. If I heard those sounds, too, I'd fucking be hiding. <laughs> right? What the fuck? Well, first of all, I wouldn't have gone out there, but okay. Same. Or the first time I heard him, I would have been like, you know what, I'm gonna go. You know what, I'm just gonna hide in these tree logs till sunlight it's so weird so they're recording this and it's over um a certain like a extended period of time the the vocal range is greater than a human's and this is a scientist that you know listened to these recordings and was like i've never i don't know of an animal that makes these sounds humans do not make these sounds (laughs) they are creepy as fuck like if you listen to them they'll give you the fucking chills no doubt. Oh God. Yeah, it's it's terrifying, the sounds. Like, they're fucking weird. It's It sounds like grunting and shrieking. Uh, it's just so odd. And so I hear those sounds, and of course, the first thing I think is Bigfoot. Yes. Okay, it has to be Bigfoot, right? Like, yeah. nothing else makes those sounds. And then they got more into the documentary and they were talking about how at night you see like uh, large orbs in the sky. You see crazy lights in the trees. And so then I'm like aliens, my dude aliens, aliens for sure. But Bigfoot could be an alien. So (laughs) right. I just could not believe it. That that was on like, that was recorded those sounds because I feel like that's such good evidence even though you can't see it you can hear something that is like not human not animal it's unexplainable yeah and no one's like said anything about it that's what I think is so weird it's because this camp is like a private camp and they don't want to give away the location because they don't want like also it's not inhabited Inhabit- yeah. Inhabit- 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 it hasn't gotten got yet okay it y'all. hasn't gotten got um there's nothing up there it's just like pristine nature and these men that go up there are scared that scientists and like um the media is going to start going up there and like ruining the land so they haven't really told anybody this documentary that i watched was the first time they actually told anyone about it Besides, like, the scientists, they got to listen to the recordings, and they still, right, and they still wouldn't give the location of the camp, so, anyway. Yeah, that is kind of where I'm going to end it, because I think that's the best thing to end on, because it's just fucking wild. So, my theory with these missing 411 cases, and this is probably too out there for some people, but I legitimately think it's either like alien abductions or um, large ass predators, not predators, but like Bigfoot type things oh, or Bigfoot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But my strongest theory is aliens. And I mean, some people think that's crazy, but you don't fucking know. I Nobody mean, honestly, knows. 
it, yeah, because no one has any idea what the fuck's going on. Um, that's for damn sure. Yeah. If they had an idea, someone would say something, you know? It's just too strange for all these all these people to go missing. And, I mean, granted, some of them are found, but they're found in the weirdest possible, the like... weirdest places and weirdest circumstances. Like, missing clothes. Yeah. Naked, That's completely weird. naked. No like, injuries. Yeah. No. It's just too much. It's too wild. I don't know. What do you think? Mine is, like, along the same lines where I think it's, like, the government is just, like, scooping people up because <clears throat> who else are they going to do their experiments on? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got all these old people with disabilities running out into the woods to kill deer. So they're probably just like, mm, scoop this one up. This is but how do, they, how do they do that without anyone noticing? I don't know. How maybe do they, they know just, they're like, going to be out there? Like, they, maybe the government just is like around those roads because it's popular hunting grounds, right? So people yeah. go hunting and hiking all the time if they're like nature trails, especially like um, national parks and shit. There's always people out and about. So yeah, I think it's like aliens and I'm going to stick to that. Y'all can think I'm crazy because I, I just don't, there's so much that cannot be explained with these cases. I think the weirdest thing is just people disappearing and out of thin air and like everything on their person or that they had with them is also gone. Yeah. Because if I had a bow and arrow, a gun and a fucking hunting knife, the first thing I'm going to set down is that bow and arrow because it's already too heavy for my arms. Like I don't need it. And then to just be completely, I don't know. And then the whole, the boots sitting next to each other after they've already searched the area is what freaks me the fuck out. Cause that means someone's fucking with you. Someone is yeah. I I think this is the most interesting thing ever. I think it's I, I crazy. Probably, I could probably sit here and watch YouTube videos or documentaries about it all day and just hear all the cases that are still open because these people have not been found. They just fucking up and vanished off of this fucking planet. How? Yeah. Okay, after you just said off this planet, that really gave me the chills because it's like, wait, they're literally gone. They could be anywhere. Like anywhere. So have you ever looked at a map? This is kind of ties into it, but not really. My brother posted something on Instagram about it, and it kind of intrigued me. The cave system in America matches up with like missing persons disappearances. Oh, my God. Okay, hold on. I'm about to Google it real quick. I can accurately say cave system. Okay, yeah. I just Googled it and it is exactly, it's like exactly the same fucking thing, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't that so strange? And I wonder, because caves are explored. Obviously, people are insane enough to go explore in caves. Yeah, but some of those caves are, like, underwaters, and there's magma. Like, y'all can come out now. This is me telling you on our podcast, y'all can come out of the caves, because I'm a little bit nervous. It is eerily similar. It's, like, almost spot on. Ooh, I'm gonna have to, like, post this or something, because oh my god, it's so, it's giving me the heebie-jeebies to look at it. I don't like it. 
like, I wonder why are they, like why are they down there who's down there cave gremlins who's snatching these people up is that where Bigfoot is maybe probably honestly yeah <sighs> I don't know. So I was watching when I first started to get into YouTube a few years ago, I somehow got down this like rabbit hole of people doing these like cave excursions. Yeah. And you know, I have this like deathly fear of being underground. Yeah. Like caves, not my thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't blame you at all. Yeah. I don't want to be inside the earth. I'm okay being on top of it. <laughs> yeah. On top is fine. Inside. Mm, no, thanks. No, thank you. This fucking crazy ass man climbs into a hole that cannot be um, bigger no. than his own body. Okay. No, 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 no. He climbs through this hole and it is fucking miles long. Okay. And he's just crawling. Literally. He can't even, um, he can't even, like, move his body up and down because the hole is so tight. He's just climbing into this fucking cave. That's disgusting. It makes me want to fucking throw up thinking about it. First of all, the claustrophobia, okay? Yeah. Knowing that just pounds more, you know... I don't even know the correct term. This earth is just crushing down on you. Oh, creeps me uh, out. Um, it, mm. it makes me so fucking anxious to think about it. <laughs> I'm like mm-hmm. sweating. Yeah. Okay. So he climbs in, he climbs through this hole into this open area, this open cave. How did he know this was there? I have no idea. He just decided to climb into a hole and see where it went. Fucking people men fucking <laughs> i don't know men. a fucking sane woman that would do that right what the hell so he gets in there and it's like this can't be an explored area because the way to get in is so narrow but he gets in there and there's like satanic shit on the walls in the cave what okay and it's not just like okay people practicing you know, doing satanic rituals and sacrificing goats and shit. It's like straight up witchcraft shit. What? Yeah, like stick people and oh my god, wild fucking shit. Like, uh, not archaic witches, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like fucking witch shit with Satan and shit. No. Yes. And He's like, I just felt fucking off. Of course, you're in the middle of the fucking earth. <laughs> First of all, the earth is on top of you. This is not how this goes. Second, you fucking went down this hole to begin with. Why? God. <laughs> I don't know. It was just really strange. And that video sticks with me to this day. That was like years ago. About how strange the earth is how much we don't know about the own our own planet that we live on i know and everyone's like let's go to space and i'm like what about the ocean though and not even the ocean let's just start with the hard stuff the caves (laughs) let's just go explore what we have on this planet instead of trying to explore what we do not need to know about right now and allegedly, we've never even been to space, so that's a whole nother topic that I we can't even talk dome. about. Yeah, get it, get it together, people. I don't know. It's just so fucking wild. 
if you have any like thoughts on the missing 411 stuff on like the cave system and disappearances any theories like email us and let us know we want to talk about it we want to hear what you have to say mm-hmm. because it's wild and we just want some back and forth on it i think that would be awesome to hear your theories yeah definitely for sure okay well i'm done are you done i'm done you want me to hit you with an outro yes oh my god guys you can follow us on Instagram at Wild and Woke Pod. Go to our link tree. It has all of our shit on it. Caroline is very active. <laughs> I still don't know the password. You probably already told me and I already forgot. It's uh, the same password for everything. <laughs> like I said, I probably forgot. Um, we are going to definitely come up with some sort of uh, Patreon content for you guys which we'll be discussing probably next episode. So get excited. Yeah. And yeah, stay in contact with Caroline. I am also on Instagram, but I just follow from the sidelines creepily. So I know what's going on. Okay. I'm fucking <laughs> hip. I just am not the direct person commenting. From She's our the hype podcast. girl. Yeah. I'm the hype girl. So thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.